Hound Dogs. I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. I'm Trevor Hankins. I'm Julie Cannon. And I'm Rachel Wells. And you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, to, this week is uh, our comic book club. I think it's number 12. Yes. yes. And we're doing Bone by Jeff Smith. Hey. Not the whole Hell book, yeah. but it's really thick. But the first It's she <laughs> thick. <laughs> but the first book, I guess, really? Yeah. yeah. We're done now. Okay. So, uh, Jim. Book one out from Boneville. <sighs> Okay, uh, Jen, Jen Moreno, who would normally be here, is, is uh, sick under the weather, so we're going to have to wish her well. Feel better, Jen. So, Trevor, this was your book? Yes. Uh, your pick, I should say. Uh, <laughs> what made you pick Bone? What got you interested in Bone, I should right. say? Uh, well, I, uh, I had been, like, aware of it for a while, kind of. Uh, and I'd been, uh, like, I had always been, like, a little curious. Mm -hmm. Then, like, uh, I forget when, but, like, a few years ago at Comic-Con, uh, <laughs> when I, uh, saw cartoon books at a booth there, uh, and they were selling this book, mm -hmm. I decided to take the plunge. <laughs> okay. And you got Jeff Smith to sign that? Uh, yes. Was that the same time? Oh, that's so it? rad. Or was it years later? Uh, I, uh, he signed hey. it. Hey, uh. aww. He signed it before I read it. <laughs> oh, but, okay, but did he sign it when you bought it, or did you have to take it? Or was, uh, it was, he, uh, sign, he was signing at, uh, Another booth okay. thing. <sighs> All right. Yeah. So. I think it was at IDW. He did a cover for a DuckTales comic. He's like. You want to tell us kind of briefly what Bone is about? Is about. Uh. I hadn't had to think about this. Essentially, uh, it's uh, about uh, these uh, three uh, cousins, mm -hmm. uh, Phone Bone, Phony Bone, and Smiley Bone. <laughs> uh, they are, uh, the, the story starts with them uh, having gotten uh, kicked out of their, their hometown of Boneville right. after, <laughs> uh, so, after something... Uh, Phony did, <laughs> and uh, they sounds uh, like Phony got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, uh, the Bone cousins, sort of end up in a epic high fantasy adventure. <laughs> right, okay. <Yeah. laughs> That's uh, the way to put it. I actually remember uh, Jeff Smith explaining uh, how he came up with the idea for Bone. Right. Was, uh, he was basically uh, Jeff Smith was a huge fan of the uh, Duck comics yes. uh, by uh, Carl Barks and Don Rosa yes. and uh, he so he liked reading Adventures of Scrooge McDuck as a kid and there was 
Bone uh, was basically the Scrooge book he wished he could have read. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I was just reading about that on Wikipedia, too. Like, he basically wanted to have Scrooge McDuck go on a sort of Lord of the Rings-style adventure, which I think is just genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a fan of Tolkien. <laughs> uh, it was basically the Scrooge McDuck comic he always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I remember that from, uh, you know, watch this, The Creator or something? Yeah, the, the Cartoonist. The Cartoonist, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yes. Which we have, and he also signed. <laughs> hey, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> the advantage of uh, physical media. <laughs> um, so, what did we all think of Bone? Well, Bone (laughs) has been a fixture in my life for a long time. I got the first book in the fourth grade, and I instantly fell in love with it. I remember viciously waiting for all the books to release on Amazon so that I could get them. Um, I loved those books. Yes, I was was a vicious (laughs) ten-year-old. Ten-year-old? And then when I realized in college they were selling like a big compendium of all nine volumes, I was like, holy effing S. Yeah, Yeah, we don't have as much cursing on the show when you're not on. (laughs) It's okay, Um, I made the quota for you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Thanks. But I love Bone. It's, I just think it's, it's something I studied a lot in college, actually, going to college for comics. Because I think it's just such... It's a classic. It really is a classic, even though, I mean, I guess it's kind of old at this point. It started serializing in 1991, so, uh, uh, but, um, I feel like it's a classic at this point because it has such a recognizable style and it has such a fascinating story where, like, these dinky little cartoon characters are on a big, sweeping, high fantasy adventure. Um, it's just so memorable and it's, you you can't put it down either. I read... The whole first volume in two days. I probably could have done it in one, but I was sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Julia? Uh, oh, sorry, Zona, for a second. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. Um, oh. like I liked about it, it had, like, a good sense of, like, seriousness, and then once you think, like, something's about to really hit the fan, because there are parts of the story where I really think, like, um, when I think, like, someone was about to, like, die or something, it, it starts, like, um... I like, I can't just say it, but like, sometimes I like the, the gags that are put in once there's like a serious part of the story. Like there was like some parts where like the rats or something, they're about to get one of the cousins and then they're just like, oh, time to hit a gag. Hey, what's that over there? Or like for some reason these are to have a fight. I'm just like, this is funny, but what the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like- It's kind of slapstick. It feels a little bit like Looney Tunes at yeah. times. Yeah, but they don't do. Yeah, but they don't do it too much to a point where it gets repetitive. So, like in in terms of timing, when they do it, it's like it's nicely done. Yeah, it it, it gets more serious. I mean, I I'm still reading past. I mean, I don't know what book I'm in now, but uh, it just it gets more serious as as you get into it. I mean, the story gets more serious. Yeah, I I believe it's it it looks like one of those stories where like in the very beginning, of course, there's gonna be a bit more slapstick, so it's gonna it's not gonna be as like, say, gruesome or maybe not as dark as what the story is going to be, because like obviously you want to have like the people come in for it. So like I like after I read book one, I'm just like looking at it, going, wait, what exactly 
is going on here like yeah we got our like we got our main goal of like we have all three of them now but like what exactly is going on what the heck did that the, did like phony do for them to be like in this <laughs> i know like what it like because like by the end of book one i'm just like oh oh no wait dude what'd you do <laughs> phony is a just a real scam artist or whatever you want to put yeah, yeah. you want to call it yes. yeah uh, i will say though when i was reading it I, like i had like this bit of a shower thought going like wait is this where like Ed, Ed, and Eddie got their inspiration for their last movie? <laughs> oh my god, that's a funny little mirror, isn't it? <laughs> like I was just thinking about like, wait a second, like, <laughs> I'm not like the Three Stooges. The yeah, I guess it's mainly like the influence of the Three Stooges, right? Yeah, because <laughs> like someone did something to like put the other two in a bad situation. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Isn't that kind of what happens with trios? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sure there's with triplets, there's probably always one getting the other ones in trouble. One thing that's interesting with uh, Jeff Smith's uh, art is that uh, uh, I learned this through cartoonist uh he uh or learn more about it through the cartoonist he uh at one point did uh animation work like uh independent studio uh -huh. it was called character builder yeah they uh helped do some work that some studios weren't able to okay or like, they were out so they got some work outsourced to them right like they did some work on space jam <laughs> okay the original space jam no. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway uh and uh so through that he uh through that experience he learned how to like keep a character on model and i think that shows in that shows in bone which uh makes some actually makes some of the Gags funnier. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You can really tell reading this that you, you can see the he wears the animation influence on his sleeve. Like this comic just kind of screams Disney. It's kind of funny. I read Bone as a kid, and then in comic school I learned about the comic Pogo, which I don't know if any of y'all have heard of Pogo. Heard, I, I think um, it, it re in some ways the character reminds me of the Pogo character. Yeah, like I saw it and I was like, holy, holy, that, that's just bone. That's just bone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's because it's all in a forest. Think, uh, it's he, more political, I think, actually. Think, mm. uh, he took some visual influence from Pogo. <laughs> I think he mentions that in the, in the documentary. Yes. Um, and also, honestly, bone, I feel like has influenced a lot of my art. Um, especially in the black spotting, because the like, and by black spotting I mean just the parts that are just plain black. Yeah. Um, and I I just think it's so strong, um, especially when like you combine like the simple character designs, like cartoony characters, with a very kind of complex background, like the mountains and the forest. But then the black helps it bring it all together into a strong composition um that was definitely very influential in my own work it's very detailed 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Without being overly so, but you you already get a sense of the landscape and the surroundings. Yeah. There was, there's a term for that where um, you have a very simple character, but a very complex background. I can't remember the term, but it's used a lot in animation, especially anime. I think just because, you know, it's it's easy to make a big complex background, not so easy to make complex animated characters. Oh, like when all like the buildings and everything are like fully rendered, and then when you see the cell shading of like everyone else. Yeah, that might be just like little blobs or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know the term either, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, does anybody have a favorite character? I like Smiley. He's as off in his own world. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love him. Like, no, nothing bad happens to this one. It's okay. Please. <laughs> he's fine. through life and not really engaged. Yeah. And he's got a positive outlook. Yes. <laughs> Sort of... My favorite is Grandma Ben, obviously. She's <laughs> the grandma everyone aspires to be. You cannot be the grandma that kicks ass. <laughs> Races cows, yeah. Um... Yeah, racing cows. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, very, very oh, God. Do you have a favorite? I, uh... I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> Either. I, I actually like Thorn. They exist. Because <laughs> uh, she's got a you know very interesting sort of backstory. She's actually more, you know, you can see why he'd be attracted to her, but she's, you know, it's a different, it was like different species. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> she's very nice to him and takes him in when, takes him phone bone when nobody else would have, or he was kind of on his own. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously she becomes more of a central character throughout the story, but. Um, I, that's I like reading about her. Right. Yeah, Thorne's pretty great. Yeah. Now, do you have a least favorite character? I mean, it's gotta be phony, right? I'm just like, dude, like, dude, this old lady's letting you stay here, just do the dang chores. <laughs> and it makes him to be unlikable, really. Yeah, <laughs> which makes me, which makes me like scared because. I, this always happens to me. Like every time I find a character and I hate them to high heaven, and then when you read more, you're just like, oh, okay, wait, okay. She never gets better. <laughs> okay, then, okay, then I feel assured. <laughs> He's always, you know, screwing somebody out of something or yeah. trying to. He never gets better, which just goes to show the importance of regulating capitalism. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I think you're going a little too far. But, um... Okay, okay, Ed. <laughs> Sorry, I want another reference. Um, what was it? I feel like we talked about our favorite character, our least favorite, the most mid-character is the dragon. Because, like, I do love the dragon that he's, like, he protects the, our, our favorite characters. But, like, yeah. His like human chest and his human arms really disturb me. <laughs> Whenever he appears, I'm like, no, I don't like your body. Here, I kind of like. Um, I think it's Lucius, isn't he the bartender kind of guy? Mm, yeah. I mean, he's you know he's obviously has a his own little past, but he seems to be a sort of a genuine person trying to. Do what is best for not just himself but for everybody. And I think he he gets kind of again screwed over by Phony, but um, which I'm always it's amazed that, he, that Phony manages to get everybody to believe him over and over and over. Well, these are 
<laughs> these are like medieval people, so to speak. They're probably not used to someone like phony that just wants to scam them. Do you think if you mm-hmm. get burned three or four times, you'd stop listening? To the guy? I believe that. Saying... I believe there's a term for that. I think it's insanity, right? <laughs> okay. uh, the thing is, he speaks confidently, <laughs> as most con men do. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's what's when they tell, tell you like charisma is one of the most important things you need in life. <laughs> um, and he's got it apparently. So, um, you guys have any characters you want to talk about, or? Uh... Mm. I okay. remember my name. Uh, I guess. Uh... A character shows up later. Okay. Uh, so like uh, Bartleby. Bartleby, yeah. Mm. And then we're getting. I think he shows up in like later a later book. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a. Yeah, he's sort of. It's. Ah, uh, this is gonna age me. It's a little bit like Mikhail's Navy. They had a, a Japanese prisoner of war that was kind of they were was a buddy of theirs and would you know. Uh, you guys have seen one or two of those shows, right. I think. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like that. He's kind of like the enemy, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> and he actually comes to their rescue more than once. So. <laughs> but it's way later. I have a book one. Yeah, I have not read past book one. So. <laughs> uh, but he, he's an interesting character. Yes. And and of course. Smiley becomes kind of you know enamored with him and stuff. So yes. <laughs> best buds. <laughs> but uh, I just don't remember much of the old the other books. I probably have to go back and reread it. I remember book one so vividly because more recently in college I used the first I want to say three pages as a coloring exercise. <laughs> um, in our coloring class, we were made to choose some comic pages to color. And so I chose Bone, because, like, <laughs> it is so easy to color, like, when you take it into Photoshop and, like, set the multiplier. The values. <laughs> yeah, so, it's so easy to color. So what um, did you make Bone? <laughs> uh, I'll, get, I'll give you a good... I'll give you one good guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing wife, but... <laughs> You got it. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun coloring those. I might even still have them, although I'm not going to show anyone. Right. But um, <laughs> I remember I was just reading those first few pages, like, "Wow, it's all coming back to me." <laughs> uh, uh, the also uh, the first I wanted to mention the first two books uh, were. Uh, <coughs> Uh, probably know of Tall Tale games. Uh, one of their uh, earliest games was like they adapted the first two books of Bone. Uh, the it uh, I uh, was able to buy them on Steam before they got delisted after the company like went under. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <coughs> they uh. They, uh They kind of uh, take a few, uh, li- I guess a few, uh, a couple li- liberties here and there, but it's still a pretty faithful adaptation. 
I actually, uh, I actually uh, recently asked Jeff Smith at uh, at a previous Comic Con, like, uh, why they didn't make any more, and uh, the explanation he gave me was that it was uh, creative differences. Okay. Mm, of course. I didn't um, like those little tweaks they were making. <laughs> like they, they, they had, they had, the, he had his own ideas of how he wanted it to be done. They had their own ideas of how it wanted to be done. They couldn't come to an agreement, so they decided to just yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, At least that got further than every other attempt in an adaptation. <laughs> yeah, this hasn't been a, a, uh, adapted for film or TV, has it? No, I uh, was going to be adapted to film like twice, and then a uh, third time as a series for Netflix, and all three times it just didn't happen. <laughs> I was going to say, um, they said it was canceled during restructuring of the animation department, yes. but um, apparently Jeff Smith is still working to get it done. I would love to see a series. Uh, hey. He, uh... After that, uh, Joe Smith uh, kind of he drew something that was sort of like venting his frustration with trying to get Bone adapted. <laughs> um, so I'm still I'm scanning through the Wikipedia article because I let you know I like to research these books when we talk about them. <laughs> Apparently, a parent in Minnesota sought to ban the book, um, citing references to smoking, drinking, and gambling. Oh my God. What? <laughs> do people do those things? I mean, you know, it's a it's a scary world out there. Um, I, I'm not gonna leave my house now that I know this. <laughs> okay. Uh, smoking and gambling and drinking. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that mother will still let their children see Pinocchio. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of where do you draw the line? Some it's like, like you up. let your kid watch Pinocchio. Have you seen that? <laughs> hey, wait, there's, there's drinking, smoking, and gambling in Pinocchio. Too. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna ask, is there anything else related to Bone? To talk about? Yes, I, uh, I have like, uh, I liked Bone enough that I uh, have like read. Ju I've looked at just about all the. Ancillary media. Okay, what else do you got over there? Uh, the table of truth. Let's see. Uh, there's a uh, bone coda, which includes an uh. epilogue chapter. Uh. Ooh. And uh, also has a bone companion. <laughs> okay. Wasn't there a series? Well. Aww. <laughs> Wasn't there a series about um, Grandma Ben? Uh, uh, there was a prequel comic Rose. called Rose. Yes. I've been meaning to read that. I just haven't yet. Did you sign that too? Yes. <laughs> you signed that one too. I will say though with um, Bone... The... Oh, sorry. No, we're just... Hey. That's fine. Okay, very good. So, like, I will say though, the one thing I like with phone is like the charm of like you have like um, like this quick doodle of like um, phone, and then just like the realism of like Thorn. Yeah. And like one thing I always like with these types of comics is like 
like I don't want to say they're two different art styles because it's technically by the same person, but I always like when like cartoonism and then like realism like mash together in a story. Yeah. Like I don't know, like it's like it's like I find charm in it in a way. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they seem like, very, you can tell that they're outsiders from the valley. Yeah, and, you know, they're different. <laughs> that's different. true. Mm-hmm. It really helps that distinction. Instead of just like everybody looking like. <laughs> yeah, Lucius. Uh, uh, for a continue, I will say with the. Uh, with Rose, uh, even though it's a prequel, I would not recommend reading that first because it sort of casually spoils part of the comic. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. I. <laughs> uh, there's also the Bone Handbook. <laughs> uh, sign this too. Makes me sign your Throughout this, there's also an extra bone story. <laughs> what, what is the handbook exactly? Uh, it's a uh, it's sort of a guide on the it's a guide on the comic and it also has uh, like uh, info about it the its creation. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You just throw out a title. Do we will? Hi. <laughs> I, I'll admit I have so I, have, I haven't yet like read this, but I read the bone, right? Po- the right. bone story that was in it. <laughs> uh, also got also uh, bone bone tall tales. This is an <laughs> uh, anthology thing. Yes. Uh, sign this one? Uh, yes. Yeah, you bet he did. <laughs> 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 and uh, he recently uh, did a sequel. <laughs> oh, really? More Tall Tales. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and? Not signed yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get on it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's trying to... I know one of these had uh, uh, more tall tales. Also includes the coda chapter in color. Oh. Ooh. And uh, there's also uh, still more. Okay. Uh, bone adventures. Just <laughs> <laughs> a bone thing in that uh, children. Oh, okay. But. Uh, Oh my god, Smiley looks like a cool teen. <laughs> <laughs> when did it all go so wrong? This as well. <laughs> uh, this, uh... It has, you know what I realized? Like... Smiley dressed like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> the best. The fez. Anyway, uh... The, uh... Uh, sorry. This has a story that involves uh, young, younger versions of the Bone Cousins, uh-huh. and also <laughs> uh, includes a previously released uh, children's book called Smiley's Dream Book, which is a counting book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so is, is Phony the same character as a kid? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually Eddie in that. That story. look, that look of like, that look of like, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to get, trying to get enough quarters to buy some jawbreakers. 
Oh god. Like, not through being there, I want a jawbreaker. There's also a novel trilogy called Quest for the Spark, but I haven't read that yet. Interesting. Future purchases. Future purchases with future signatures. <laughs> hey, if they won't sign it, we don't buy it. Um, all right, so anything else you want to say about the, are any of those any good? Yes. Are they all, I mean, yeah, just, there's a book, you know. There's a, yeah, they're, they're, they're all good. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, uh, with some of these, you also, uh, Jeff Smith also collaborated with, uh, Tom Snake Gosky, I'm probably butchering that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably are butchering. But. Uh, uh, like Jeff Smith uh, trusted him enough with his world to let him write some oh, of this stuff. It. Okay. So, yeah. so Jeff Smith writes and draws it just so we, for the yeah. most part, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just make sure we're that. <laughs> okay. Anything else you'd recommend besides? Uh, the sorry, uh, the anthologies also bring in the uh, more tall tales. Also brings in other artists. Uh, one of them is uh, Stan Sakai. Gets <laughs> around. <laughs> I mean, he's worked on other things. Yes. <sighs> All right. Anything else about Bone? Uh. Read it. Required reading. Uh, I would highly recommend Bone. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have anything else you want to say out there besides read it, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Okay. I would definitely read more. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's. I, I, so I'm still reading it, so I'm, yeah. I don't know what book I'm in. Eight or nine. Y'all let us know what you think when you're all done. Yeah, I'm sure y'all be just sitting on your edge of your seat waiting. To quote Matt Grunning, I love Bone. Bone is great. <laughs> uh, okay. I would also uh, recommend the documentary. Right. Uh, that was mm, I gotta watch yeah. that. The cartoonist. Yes. So, I don't know if it's streaming somewhere or not. So could be on YouTube. Yeah, a lot of stuff could be there. All right. So um, do we want to pick the next book now? Or do we want to... Ooh. Uh, um, uh, whose turn is it? It's Julia's, Julia's turn. turn. She has two ideas. Uh, ooh. Well, I think one, just because a oh, friend of mine gifted... <laughs> I'm thinking about her. I'm th I, I just thought about it now. Because a friend of mine actually gifted this to me during Christmas. Hold up. Let me take it out real now. Great. My hair also here is pretty popular right now too, in terms of it being adapted and it got adapted into an anime. Uh, this Ooh. one here, the apothecary. Ah, oh, I'm watching that. Mm -hmm. I can't headphone right now. <laughs> yeah, Don't so like, we're both watching that. We love it. Yeah, it's like preface: girl gets taken to like a palace, like against her will, and she works there now, right. and she ends up. <laughs> It's a house MD in feudal China. Yeah. Right. House MD, okay. <laughs> so, 
I guess uh, you'll let Jen know that's the book we've chosen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I will message her when she is not dying. <laughs> yeah, well, she feels better soon. <laughs> but yeah, like I got, I got this book for like as a gift recently, so I'm just like, oh, something new for all of us. <laughs> oh, except for yeah. Rachel, apparently she. Dang it, oh, Rachel! <laughs> As much as I know the story, I'll probably have fun reading it. Okay. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. I'm Trevor Hankins. I'm Julia Cannon. And I'm Rachel Wells. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Bye. Bye.